Whether we're talking about the fear of failure or anything else holding you back, confidence is the key to unleashing your power. Welcome to Confident with me, Sherry West, and my fearless daughter, Olivia. Join our conversations with fierce female leaders and explore how you can become more confident. Welcome to episode one, Let Failure Fuel You, sponsored by New Renew Brand Marketing. Liv, I'm so excited to be launching this podcast. I know, we've been talking about it for so long now. And let's face it, there are too many girls and women who are plagued with self-doubt. Too many things holding us back. 208 years. That's how long it will take to achieve gender equality in the United States, according to the World Economic Forum. So I'll be like 224 years old. Um, we obviously can't wait yeah. that long. We need more women in leadership positions now. Mm-hmm. So that's why we've decided to start this confident podcast, which will feature interviews with fierce female leaders that spark conversation on how we can feel more confident. And we'll talk about topics like fear of failing, fear of public speaking, and body positivity. So much to talk about, and we promise we're going to have some fun, too. And Liv, I have to say, it's a joy to be co-hosting this podcast with you. Aw, thanks, Mom. Let's get started. I'm especially excited to interview today's guest because she's one of my all-time favorite Live Girl speakers. Sarah Edwards has a passion for going fast. You can say that. (laughs) Specifically, she loves drag racing at 300 miles per hour. Wait, did you read that right? Yeah, 300. When driving the Queen of Diamonds for Hannah Motorsports, Sarah won 90% of her match races, which earned her a spot on Drag Illustrated's famous 30 under 30 list. She also set multiple track records. That's so cool. Wow. Welcome to Confidence, Sarah. Thank you for having me. We're so thrilled to have you. When we were talking about who to have as our first guest, we said, of course, Sarah Edwards. Of course. Because she's, she defines fierce. I mean, you seriously drive 300 miles per hour? 300 miles an hour. On a good day, you could go 301, 302. <laughs> <laughs> so can you just talk to us about this occupation of jet dragster racing and how does that feel and what inspired you? It's an amazing feeling. It's sensationless at the same time, yet your whole body is captivated by a speed of 4G acceleration on your chest, negative 6Gs, less than five and a half seconds later when you pull the chutes and your chutes deploy and you're coming to a stop. It's it's an insane feeling that is really hard to kind of convey to somebody who who hasn't stood at the track and felt it. Because the amazing thing, when you go drag racing and you're a fan in the stands, I grew up being that little girl in the stands, Mm -hmm. 12 years old, at the track for the first time. And you could be at the starting line and feel the heat from a jet car. You think your eyebrows are going to, like, sit <laughs> off because it's so hot. Oh, it could hot. be a good eyebrow manicure. Exactly. <laughs> it's so hot and it's so intense. So um, it, it just rocks your entire body from the tips of your toes to wow. your hair. That's amazing. <laughs> so awesome. would you consider yourself to be fearless? I think I'm fearless in that I'm extremely confident in myself. So anything that I set out to do, do or to achieve, I'm doing it with 100% confidence. Mm -hmm. I know I can do it. I know I'm going to find a way. I know it could be hard. And drag racing, it sounds great when you won 90% of your matches and you're on this roll, but it's hard. There's also loss involved. And you, when you lose a race, it's just as great of an accomplishment as when you win a race because you're learning so many new things from that failure. 
That's such an awesome perspective. And really that is the theme today is yeah. how we as leaders can let failure feel you. Um, Liv, you're 16. What do you yeah. think about what Sarah does? Yeah, so I'm just getting my driver's license. Um, so, I mean, I'm in awe of how fast you drive. That's <laughs> incredible. Was there any specific person who inspired you to drive, Grace? First of all, Mom, are you okay? Are you ready for her? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, to, truth be told, I believe she'll be a safer driver than her older brother. So, yes, <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> well, if it makes anybody feel any better, all my friends say I drive like a granny on the street. So... <laughs> but um, when I was 12, I went out to the drag races for the first time. I don't come from a drag racing mm -hmm. family. And we went to a Night of Thrills event. And we had seen Jesse Harris at the time, who was driving the Queen of Diamonds, 300-mile-an-hour jet dragster. So she was really who ignited the spark. It was a combination of seeing her mm -hmm. and seeing the car and the speed. And she really inspired me and opened up my world to drag racing and being interested in it. But um, when I was, you know, toying with the idea of wanting to go drag racing, I was in, you know, late in middle school, early high school, and my parents just said, you need to get good grades and have a good clean driving record, yeah. and we'll, we'll go from there. I think they kind of really secretly hoped this whole idea would just kind of like brush away, um, but it didn't. But um, the biggest thing is like getting your license is to just, you know, take your time and learn and be aware of your surroundings. Know everything that's going on. And that kind of works for everything in life. You know, if you go out with your girlfriends, be aware of where you are and what's around you. If you're on the road, be aware. And if you're on a track, even though you're on like the safest, you know, straightaway possible, you still have to be aware of anything right. that can come your way. Yeah. Those are great yeah. lessons. And let's just talk a little bit more about our lesson today around failure, because you clearly have embraced failure. You've talked, you've said up front that you don't win all of your races, of course. Um, but sadly today, you know, girls are really not embracing failure. And we know that even though girls outperform boys academically, they don't have the same confidence level as boys. Lisa DeMore, whom I really respect, questioned, um, what if school is a confidence factory for our sons, but only a competence factory for our daughters? And what we see today is so many young women, they've been protected from their mistakes and actually held back, usually by their yeah. parents. And as a result, they, they have this intense fear of failure and they avoid risk and they value a perfect image over learning. And by the time they go to college, they are more vulnerable to depression, anxiety, and stress. You know, I mean, I see that all of the time, like in my high school, like in my peer group, it, this it, this perfect image, like you said, it's projected everywhere. On social media, there's such an emphasis on it, you know, with Instagram being, like, such a highlight reel of everything, you know, everyone looks perfect all the time, and it feel, it's so hard to compare. So that definitely manufactures a lot of pressure on the girls. So, so, so Sarah, can you talk about how you've been able to embrace failure and, and what you've learned from that? Absolutely. I was really privileged that growing up, my parents were just always so real with me. Mm -hmm. I guess looking back, you know, we're very average, average family. <laughs> we don't come from, you know, poor, poor, and we don't come from the rich, rich. We're completely average, and my parents always taught me to be proud of whatever you did and to do whatever you committed to with 100%. Mm -hmm. And when you commit to do something at 100%, there comes 
obstacles in that way. You know, before I was driving a 300 mile an hour jet car, I was bracket racing for four years. We went in as a family to bracket racing, and every day was pretty much a failure. You know, right, like, yeah. we didn't, we were green, we were sitting ducks, we didn't know anything about it. We grew and we learned and we opened our mind to accept those failures and to learn and to kind of push forward. So I think that with failure, you know, when you're at a real low and then you kind of accomplish something, that accomplishment just feels so much better. And it is so hard, Liv, like you said today, in today's world with yeah. social media and the perfect image. Mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm only out of high school, like, what, 10 years? And I can't imagine being yeah. you in high school today because it's so hard. Everybody sees a certain thing and they want to aim for it. And the pressure is just so, so immense on girls. But that's where I kind of go back and, and reflect on my upbringing and my parents and how it was just like, just be you. Right, just yeah, go out right. there and be yeah, you. If right. you want to be silly, funny, whatever the case may be is, just be you and do it with 100% confidence and no regret. Right. I love yes, that. That is awesome that advice. advice. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love that advice. And the really, the thing about drag racing is it humbles you, man. Mm -hmm. You go out and someone's got to win and someone's got to yeah. lose. Right. The left lane versus the right <laughs> yeah. lane. There's no, there's no second hand trophy. There's no, you know, thanks for coming out. Here's your ribbon. No. Okay. <laughs> and you're winning and losing by hundreds and thousands of a second. Wow. Yeah. That's... It's cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 you know, we would say, like, you know, you go out a weekend racing and there's this one event in Norwalk, Ohio at Summit Motorsports Park. It brings in 40,000 people. Wow, it's insane. Wow. Yeah. And you literally, I always say, you're hero to zero. You are the <laughs> hero on yeah. Saturday signing autographs, taking pictures, talking with, you know, every walk of life. And then you come home after a 10-hour drive, because right. you're not flying, yeah. right. drive home on Sunday, and Monday morning you're back at work, and Monday yeah. afternoon... I'm the one starting the lawnmower out of the garage <laughs> and cutting the lawn. So hero yeah. to zero, our sport is truly humbling um, in that sense. But it, it's so fun to be able to embrace both aspects of being that hero and being confident out there and then coming home and just being confident and <laughs> mowing your lawn. Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, you know, That's you got right. things to do and you got to get them done. That's right. That's amazing. So at one of our Live Girl Leadership Summits, I remember you talking about your first major crash. Thank goodness you're okay. Thank you. Um, but can you talk about that experience and how you let that failure fuel you? Yeah, so last year um, I was running a race out in Bristol, Tennessee, and the car, you know, we it just got away from me. We, mm -hmm. uh, I ended up in a really bad accident. The car was a mess. I thankfully walked out okay. Yeah. Um, no injuries. But you have to take an, an episode like that and you have to really just know that A, you know, all your safety gear did what it was supposed to do that yeah, night. Right. You know, the reason why our team owners emphasized on the safety precautions and stuff like that, it's all for a reason. But you have to, you know, I have a older friend who he was in the racing world and um, he's had bad days and stuff. And he told me, Sarah, one bad day doesn't define you. Mm -hmm. And that's really yeah. what fueled me to keep 
going forward. That, you know, he's like, Sarah, you have been out on that track, that was, not that track particularly, that was my first <laughs> time, but like you've been out on a racetrack, you've made a thousand passes, you know, one bad day doesn't define you. And it's, it's definitely, I'm not a superhero, you know, I have days where you're in your lowest of lows, mm -hmm. but you kind of always got to think 10 miles down the road and say, hey, well, I could turn it around and I can do this and I can do that. And I'm still here to talk about it. Yeah. So, right. so I, I love that because a crash is clearly not a win, right. but your yeah. preparation allowed you to have the confidence that you could get through it. Absolutely. And, and move forward. And, and you learned from it. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. right. And one of my favorite authors is J.K. Rowling, you know, author of Harry Potter. Yep. Her pitch for Harry Potter was rejected 12 times, which proves that we must embrace failure and rejection. At Live Girl, Sarah, and I think you may have seen this, we actually encourage failure, and we actually <laughs> hand out certificates, our fail certificates. I that, think yeah. failure's great. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and we say that fail stands for the first attempt in learning. So yes. we really encourage that. We encourage yeah. girls to take risks, to try mm -hmm. new things, to reflect on why they failed and what they learned from it. Right. Um, but to really encourage that. So, yeah, I've heard you tell your story about getting your racing license and failing the first time. Can yeah. you talk about that? Yeah, so right after I graduated high school in 2010, um, well, I still wanted to go drag racing. It didn't, it didn't go away. So my parents, um, as a gift, they got me, um, you know, the the lessons at Frank Holly's Drag Racing School. Frank Holly teaches the greats of the greats of drag racing. And they come up in the summer months to tracks around us and license people. So this is like my big ticket for drag racing. Because when you go drag racing and you start going certain speeds, you have to have a specific license under the National Hot Rod Association. So I was setting out in late July with my dad to Pennsylvania to get this license. It was a two-day class. It was a Monday and Tuesday. And you spent time in the classroom really learning how how your mind works. It was truly, yeah, truly cool. fascinating. Um, he went through and just said how your mind works, how how your hand-eye coordination and... Like um, a split section. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was such, such an amazing experience just sitting in the classroom before we even got out to the car. And um, when you got out to the car, you had three runs to make on Monday, three on Tuesday. And they don't just strap you in and send you down, you know, to the finish line. They strap you in, you get acclimated to the car, you do a burnout. If you do that correctly, you can go 200 or 60 feet. If you do 60 feet, you can move on to mm -hmm. 200 feet and so on until you reach the quarter mile. And day one mm. was not really, <laughs> <laughs> the progress was not there. Um, I was pretty much the only girl, yeah, I was the only girl in the mm -hmm. class that day. It was a lot of older men who their wives had gotten them this as a gift certificate, you know, like anniversary gift, a yeah. bucket list kind of thing. But I was set out to get my license because I knew I wanted so much more. Well, day one really just was not in my favor. Yeah. I was not advancing, so now we can move on to day two, and I'm like at the bottom of the leaderboard, not making the advances. And I remember um, that being the only day I'd ever been so nervous in my entire life. I didn't know, I felt like, I didn't know if I was gonna cry, if I was gonna throw up. I didn't know what, right. what yeah. was gonna happen. And um, Frank Hawley, the instructor, had gone up to my dad and was like, mm. I don't think she's leaving here with her license. <laughs> and meanwhile, my dad, who is like cool, calm, and collected, is like, 
not cool comment collected <laughs> right, at this right, point. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, she's leaving here with her license. That's what we came for. Um, so I, I just was, you know, really attentive in the class, paid attention, knew I had to work harder at it. And in all fairness, prior to that class, I had never even stood on a racetrack. I had never sat in a car. So there was so many, so much that was new and right, that your yeah. mind and all your senses are taking in and stuff like that. So um, we actually ended up that out of the six passes that I made, didn't qualify for my license because you need five out mm -hmm. of the six that are, like, good to go. Well, they weren't there. Mm -hmm. So I had to stay late. It's like staying after school and making up a yeah. class or something. I had to make two or three three extra runs that day. And it was the end of July. It was hot. Uh, My dad said, you're staying and we're getting your license. And I'm like, okay, fine. If you're good with this, because you obviously have to pay right. more to do it. I'm like, okay, fine. And I remember um, after the fact, him telling me, he's like, your, I think your eyeballs were sweating. Like, I've never seen that before because they didn't, at that point, take you back out of the car and review. You were just in the car, and it was, like, crunch time, go time. But that right there was, like, the best lesson anybody could take away mm -hmm. is that you want something so bad. And even if you're failing at it at some point, like, you have to have the want. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you Junk have to have the drive and the passion and Literally want the drive. It, literally. <laughs> and want it so bad that it doesn't matter that you're failing. You just want, you're just going to keep working harder and harder at something. And that was the best, um, the best experience. I mean, in the moment, you're, you're freaking out. You don't know if you're going to cry. You don't know if you're going to throw up. Every emotion's right. going through yeah. you. But um, it just, on the other end, it makes you that much stronger. Right. And yeah. I left that day with my NHRA Super Comp license, which is what we had set out to achieve. So. so I love that story. And may I just say, thank goodness J.K. Rowling kept pitching Harry Potter. Yep. And yeah. thank goodness that Sarah Edwards <laughs> tried again for her license. Yeah. It's all good. This is how masterpieces are created. Yeah. Absolutely. That's amazing. I love that story. And I think just looping back, Olivia, to the conversation about social media, one of the many, many things I admire about you, Sarah, is that you kind of post everything out there. You're sharing the good and the bad. Absolutely. I've seen you post about races, and you're like, oh, like I didn't place as high as I wanted to, but right. here's something else you know, that ha happened right. today. And I think if we did that more, I think if we yeah. shared more of all the real stuff, mm -hmm. not just the highlight reel, not just, you know, I, you know, Photoshopping the perfect picture and the yeah. perfect right. caption, yeah. but With the perfect filter. Yeah. And I the think it would be good emoji. for all yeah. of us, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. You got to be real. You got to put it all out there because why not? Yeah. So thank you for sharing that, Sarah, because I think that makes yeah. awesome. it, it better for all of us. And I just want to, one other thing before we we start to wrap up is I, I do want to also just say how amazing it is and how committed you are to giving back to your community and your never-ending support of yeah. Live Girl yeah, and the yes. girls and women in Connecticut. Um, you're amazing. And I, I, I just, I, I can't thank you enough for everything that you do for, well, for our community. Well, I appreciate the opportunity that you and Live Girl have given me to be able to come out and be a voice in front of young females and, you know, share my story and you know me. I come out. And I'm as real. I'm as real as it yeah. is. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how it is. And you know that I enjoy failure, and right. that you know you can thrive off of it, and you can learn so much more. And really, when we were, like I had said before, when we were bracket raising and we were new, we failed every day. Right. And and there's things in life 
on the daily that you fail at or mm -hmm. you know something doesn't go according to the perfect plan and I'm very much a planner <laughs> but you got to sometimes just learn to go with the flow and you know come up and thrive off of the failures. Okay, so we like to end our podcast with a very fun round of speed questions. Oh, boy. Would At you, 300 miles an hour? Uh, oh. Something like that. We'll, <laughs> we'll try. We'll try. But would you be up for playing a speed Absolutely. round with us? Um, so we're just going to ask you a series of questions. And okay. Whatever pops into your mind first, you can answer and sure. share with our listeners. All right. You ready? Ready. All right. What's your favorite snack food? Goldfish. Favorite way to relax and take care of yourself? Manny Petty. <laughs> Beyond race cars, what else do you like to do fast? Everything. <laughs> Everyone says I have no patience, so I guess I move fast. <laughs> Are there any other vehicles you'd like to drive besides a jet dragster? Um, anything on the track, drag racing. I have no aspirations to drive a plane or jump out of a plane or drive a boat or anything like that. I wish I had the coordination to drive a motorcycle and hop on a Harley with my dad, but... Those don't, that's another failure. Those never end well. <laughs> Who is the one person, alive or dead, you'd most like to invite to dinner? Ooh. Mm. I'd like to bring both my grandmothers back. Aww. <laughs> that's, 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 really that's very high on the aww yeah. factor. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, last questions. I'll have what she's having, please. What are you reading right now? Um, Dale Earnhardt's Racing to the Finish. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching right now? Um, nothing really. I'm kind of bad at that, but I do like Jeopardy. <laughs> okay, you should try Succession. <laughs> yeah, is Succession, it good? It's very good. Okay. Yes. And Dairy Girls and Fleabag. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so that wraps up our podcast. I'm um, Sarah. We are genuinely so appreciative for you coming on and sharing your story Absolutely. and sharing your lessons about yeah. The yeah. Yeah. embracing so failure and letting it feel you. Um, and I just want to say to all of our listeners out there, if you have a topic or a fierce female role model that you want us to feature, email us. We'd love to hear from you at info at golivegirl.org. And um, can we ask you a favor? If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts and share our podcast with a friend. So to close, I'm Sherry West. And I'm Olivia. And we hope that you feel more confident after today's episode. I want to leave you with a final movie quote from one of my favorite movies, Almost Famous. Be bold and mighty forces will come to your aid. So everyone listening, please be bold. Take the risk and let failure fuel you. Try new things. It's okay if they don't always work out.